0: marketing can seem confusing. You've got questions, so we've got answers. Join us as we answer your questions from Facebook Live and Instagram. Our Q&A live episode on today's Straight Shot Marketing Podcast.
1: Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life. From what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim. Steady. Welcome to Straight Shot.
0: Hello, everyone. Recently we held a Facebook live and an Instagram live event where we took your marketing related questions and recorded them for today's Q and a live episode. Now, if you didn't get the invitation or you still haven't connected with us on social media, there's still a chance. Facebook.com forward slash straight shot on Facebook, or you can go to at straight shot podcast on Instagram. And you're going to want to connect with us because that way you can participate with us the next time we do one of these live Q&As. You can also email us if that's your thing at info@straightshot.net at or feel free to pick up the old telephone and give us a call at 678-825-8086 extension 300. Anyway, enough with that. On with the show. Let's dive right into today's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Straight Shot. Uh, We are waiting just a few more minutes to uh, get some more people to jump online. Um, We are streaming right now from Facebook Live as well as Instagram Live. Are you ready for us to begin? I am ready whenever you are. You are are. ready, okay. Uh, Thank you guys very much for tuning in and being here with us today to uh, ask some uh, some marketing questions. Um, as a reminder, this is a live broadcast today to answer some of your marketing questions so that we can include them in the next podcast taping that will be available soon. Um, hi, David! Okay. Um, Zachary. Yes. <laughs> I am going to jump right into the first question here that I received on direct messenger uh, for Facebook.
2: Okay, first is, question, first let's question.
0: go is how do I get people to buy my products
2: <laughs> really
0: yep if you can answer that that'd uh,
2: that's be great the most most basic go. question that there is yep um, answer this and then we're done for the okay, day I think. so uh, here's how I'm going to choose to answer that um, you need to remember mr. business owner salesperson whoever you are person this person from the community um, it is not your job to push your product or service onto people What your job is, is to figure out what people need your product or service and then figure out how it is you're going to communicate to them in a way that makes you stand out. right? So what makes you different from your competitors? How are you going to communicate that difference to people in a way that's going to influence them to choose you and then prefer you in the marketplace? So there really is a a mindset difference between get people to buy my stuff and how to best serve people with what I offer Mm -hmm. Um, so really I mean it it seems uh, like a small thing but in how you go down that road it's going to make a big difference so um, it's obviously it's a very broad question I can't directly answer that with no other details but um, (laughs) you you did open up a a larger bigger picture way of, of, of answering it and that is how you're looking at that question to begin with, so it's really important to to kind of adjust your mindset to where you're mm-hmm. you're being a, a servant, if you will, even in going into commerce.
0: So next question, <laughs> next question we have here, um, Zachary, we all right, we put out content on our social media posts and handheld video, but my agency wants us to make these big, more expensive videos. Why? Does that Um, make sense do you need me to repeat it
2: repeat it one more time for the folks in the back
0: okay so basically what they're saying is is that this is a business owner who already has an agency that they're working with right and maybe this business owner is already doing social media posting Mm -hmm. with like an iPhone Mm -hmm. or handheld video of some sort so they're kind of doing run and gun yeah uh, but the agency that they have wants them to make big, more expensive videos, and, and they're, they're wondering, wondering why. why. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, the reason why they are trying to coax you into that uh, is because of potential reach and potential impact in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to understand that um, in the world of social media, which is what you're talking about, um, sharing is gold. So if you make content that will resonate and be shared by others then that's going to bring you as the business more value Uh, but in order to do that it's going to take more thinking more strategy more planning more crafting uh, and that's why it's going to to cost more you mentioned it being um, more expensive videos that's why because there's a lot more thought and planning that has to go uh, into it. So that's what they're really trying to get you to do is have these well thought out smart videos that, that will have longer reach than just holding up um, your iPhone. Now, um, the, the biggest thing that when, so that's not bad advice depending on, on who you are. What you need to know is um, you need to make sure that they know how to do it, how to, to make a video that is going to have a longer shelf life and to be more viral. Um, you need to approve the concepts, approve the storyboards. Um, you know, it, all of that should be part of that investment that they're talking about making. Is that planning process? Um, and you need to be creative. Creativity goes a long way. Uh, a lot of the the videos that you see that stick with people are, you know, they're tearjerkers and they touch you emotionally, or they're uh, they're funny, or there's some sort of of thought process that makes them witty and makes them stick into your mind which makes me think of the book make it stick Mm, but chip and dan um,
0: heath love you shout out there
2: are there are different things that they kind of go into it that makes the video better now sometimes handheld video is fine but you have to know when to do it and you have to be careful to not come across as being amateur or cheap in the process. Unless, of course, that's, you know, that resonates with your brand, in which, of course, that's fine. Um, But no, you do not always have to carry around a a video crew with you. A lot of times, celebrities uh, you feel engaged with because they're shooting a little selfie with their their iPhone, that's fine. But uh, sometimes, which is where the agency is leading you, you need to come up with these videos that are gonna have a longer shelf life than just that 24-hour period when you post it. So that's, that's what they're trying to do.
0: Um, the other thing is, uh, like he said with storyboarding, no, have an intention, have a reason to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't just be shooting because somebody told you it was a good idea and you happen to have a camera phone lord yep. help us all make sure that if you're going to shoot shoot something it's there's a reason there's thought behind yeah, it Yeah,
2: and your your agency should be the one that's providing that thought for you now mm-hmm. your job is to evaluate whether it's a good fit for your company or not for mm-hmm. your brand um, but you don't have to be the think tank that's what you pay them for
0: absolutely um yeah and and the other thing is and your agency will probably back me up on this this goes for pretty much everybody. Unless you are a, an Emmy or Oscar award-winning actor, most people turn a little nutty when they go in front of the camera. <laughs> it, is, it, it does not always tend to showcase the most professional side of ourselves when we're doing handheld cameras. Mm-hmm. Number one, they're shaky. You can make the audience nauseous sometimes. Or you, know, you might come across as not being as um, articulate or as intelligent as you want to be. Mm-hmm. So it's always important to have a professional video done whenever possible so that you can showcase the best version of you that sells your product.
2: Not only that, but when when you're doing a professional video, the director, because you'll have a director when you you do that, he'll know how to get the best performance out of the actors, out of you, even if Mm -hmm. it's an interview. He will know how to make you calm, ensure that you're saying the right things, blah, that's that's what you're paying your your agency for is to figure out how to make you sound the very best that you can, mm-hmm. whereas doing it yourself handheld, you're judge and jury and you know I mean that's all you.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you know that sometimes you're at the mercy of whatever lighting, right. ladies. You know you might be showing more chins than you want. You might be you know, it, but mostly it's an intelligence factor. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't always come across as being. Uh, the most intelligent thing especially if you're doing it yourself if you're holding your own camera that can sometimes come across um, not as clear Um, sometimes it works really really well and that again is intentional and that's okay
2: I would say that the just to, to kind of make it practical for you if you're a retail shop and you have a sale that comes out every Tuesday, you don't need a camera crew to come in every Tuesday. Just make a series where you say, hey, this is what we have on sale this week, blah, blah, blah. You're talking straight to the camera. You're being personable with your audience, and that's perfectly fine. But if you're talking about the history of the company and what makes you different than your competition, that is not a handheld video. That's Mm -hmm. something that's going to have a longer shelf life. You're going to be able to use it more than just that temporary period in social media.
0: Yeah, guys, so please, there, please there stop go. using webcams. Oh, yes. Please stop.
2: Webcams please. are not high enough quality.
0: Please? <laughs> I mean, it's still out there. And you can always tell when you turn, you meaning an agency or just a regular person, when you see, when you go to a lawyer's website and they have a hi my name is john t lawyer and you can always tell when it's shot on a webcam and it makes me it makes me crazy do do me a personal favor and stop with the webcams
2: webcams were so 10 years ago
0: they are so (laughs) you know i thought snowden helped us all get rid of webcams but i guess they didn't um moving on to the next question um okay i actually have a question here from the chat room um and it actually is a little bit similar to some of the other ones that we've received in direct messaging uh, in preparation for today. Uh, David here asks, so many startups need marketing to get their business going but then are on a shoestring budget and say they can't afford it. What advice can you give them? So what can you what what advice can you give startup businesses that Um, are on a tight budget?
2: So as a startup business What's the best way for them to market on a shoestring budget? Is yes. that basically what it is? Yes. Um, well the base the, the first thing that I would say is before you open doors don't have a shoestring budget. So <laughs> you should you should first find a way to get the capital that you need to survive. Um, so whether that means going to the SBA and getting a loan or going through angel investors or your uncle or uh, you know, working your full-time job in order to get the money that you need to, uh, to open a business, um, you need to, to make sure that you have the budget that you need to survive before you ever start. One of the things that breaks my heart is to see businesses that launch without being prepared and then they go under. And whatever investment they did have then it's just, it's just thrown away and it's, and it's flushed. And I've, I've seen that before, it, it breaks my heart for people. Um, one of the reasons why I try to do so much education up upfront. Um, but the, the, the answer to the question is, don't start a business if you're on a shoestring budget. Um, the next answer to that would be, um, you need to know how much money you need to have. And the best way to do that is to build a business plan. So, you need to know okay, this is what uh, I need from an operations standpoint, and then this is what I need from a legal standpoint because you have to register with the Secretary of State and all of that, and then this is what I need from a communication standpoint because there's three main pieces to being in business right you're going to have your operations that's you're building the building or renting the building that you're going to be in the employees that you're going to have the raw materials that you that you need right all of that to actually do whatever function it is that you're going to come into the marketplace with that's your operations then you have legal that's dealing with the irs dealing with the secretary of state Uh, dealing with the county, all of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure you have your permits and your certifications and your legal right to exist. (laughs) Um, And then you're gonna have communicating your business, which is a large part of being in business. So when you are, and a lot of people forget this when they're building, when they're doing their their media plan, which is why I try to get close with a lot of the SCORE mentors. Uh, When you're telling somebody to build their plan, don't let them forget how they're going to tell people about their business. You need to have enough money before you open your, your doors to have a decent marketing plan, to build your marketing foundation, to implement the whatever strategy is necessary based on the amount of money that you're going to raise or get from the bank or wherever you're gonna get it from. So proactivity and planning is really a big piece of this. Okay, And then you, you step in front of it instead of behind it and you do things in a very strategic, methodical way to really start to, to grow your company um, proactively. So uh, I would say that. Now, from, um, you know, if you're already launched your business, take a step back, do what you got to do to get your ducks in a row. Um, now, do, is owning a business easy? No,
0: <laughs> it's not.
2: Yeah. Uh, owning a business is difficult, it's going to take time, and it's going to take money. Um, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Unless it's a hobby, something that you do for fun, which is completely different than what I'm talking about. Um, but again, line yourself up with professionals, know what you're going to do, and then put yourself in the right place to, to be able to do it.
0: Yeah, exactly, guys. I I know
2: he was probably looking for cheap tactics, but that's not what he asked.
0: Well, I think he probably knew that you were going to say something to that effect. I mean, listen, not all of us can get as lucky as Christopher Columbus did, where he just stumbled upon America with no map, right? I mean, if you're going to set out on this little adventure, you need to have a plan. You need to have a map. And usually when you do, it makes things a lot easier. And you don't have to walk around second-guessing yourself and where your money's going. And maybe, like Zachary said, talking to a SCORE professional, a mentor, something, some free things out there, uh, mentorship programs. Also, you know, if you wanted to get involved with an agency as well, they can really help you figure out what kinds of marketing materials you might need as a startup that you don't even really think about. Like a lot of times people never realize that um, if you are a company that requires uniforms,
2: maybe uniforms are part of marketing. Absolutely. So
0: that goes into your marketing budget. Business cards, website, some of those things are kind of obvious. Some of the stuff isn't. If you have a car wrap, that's part of your marketing budget.
2: Yeah, Business card, pizza boxes, whatever, you know. Anything that has to do with you communicating your business.
0: We have said this a million times, but we really hang our hat on it. Uh, with uh, uh, what's his name? Regis uh, McKenna. Regis McKenna. Regis McKenna said, marketing is everything, and everything is marketing. And really, when you sit down to think about what all is involved in the marketing plan, especially for a starting business, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff yeah. falls in that bucket.
2: And you, you really have to worry about building that foundation first. Then you go into the tactical process. Yeah, because you don't need everything right it. away. No.
0: You know, you, you need a plan to trickle mm-hmm. the things in, but you do need to start with what is And they need
2: to be prioritized based on whatever yeah. your budget is, like I was saying. Exactly. Before. You need to make sure that, that you understand what you're going to do and then be proactive in how you're going to attack that. Don't let salespeople come up to you and talk you into things. You need to be proactive about this is what I'm going to do and this is why and then figure out ahead of time how much that's going to cost, and then what that investment is going to take before you ever open your doors in your business. You should understand, based on your business and what it is you're going to try to do, how much investment you need to make going forward. Uh, The whole idea of a shoestring budget and you're just starting, bad idea. Um, Of course, depending on your business. Uh, If you have a a hobby business, that's completely different. Um, But there's lots of things that you can do depending on whatever budget you have. Uh, You just need to figure out, okay, based on my budget, these are the things that I can afford and kind of uh, attack it that way. But the the biggest thing that I would say to that is you you need to be prepared.
0: But in the real world, when you set out to start a business, you gotta have a plan, you gotta have a map. That's the quickest, most efficient way to get from point A to point B. And making sure in that plan that you cover everything that's needed, marketing included. Um, I hope that answers your question, David. It's it's hard because starting a business isn't easy, and it takes a lot of capital to start, which is why small loan, small business loans, and SCORE yeah. and all sorts of stuff. If
2: if you're if you're looking for a way to, it's it's really politically insistent to talk about it this way. If you're looking to be cheap when you first start, you've already got a problem. Uh, so you have to understand you want to be efficient and you want to be smart, but you don't want to be uh, looking for the cheapest way to do it. You want to find the best in the quickest way so that you can move from startup to successful business as quickly as possible.
0: All right, the next question here is something that I know Zachary is going to love. Because we get this question. Is that
2: a facetious thing to say? Well,
0: <laughs> yes and no. You answer this question all the time.
2: Oh, it's a familiar well, you, you question. Get,
0: you get asked this question all the time. Okay. And uh, we got asked it again okay. <laughs> on the direct message. The question that they had was, Zachary, how much does a website cost?
2: Did they say who they were?
0: Um,
2: what their business no. is?
0: No, they did not. Nothing. No, it's just um, out there.
2: Did they? Did they see the video I've already done I that's on this? I don't.
0: know. <laughs> I will say though that's an excellent
2: question. <laughs> um, all right. So, the the answer to the question is that I can't answer the question. Um, <laughs>
0: it's a trap.
2: Because why, thank you. Because there's there's too many variables involved. But uh, what I will do. Since I've already gone down this road on another video, is I I will kind of take it from a a different angle. Um, Let's imagine that you, Mr. Mr. Business Owner, uh, you're a, a car lot. Okay, somebody comes in and they ask you how much is a used car. How are you going to answer that? Well, you can't, right? You can't answer how much is a used car because to answer that question, you have to know the answer to several variables. For example, is it four-wheel drive? Is it two-wheel drive? Is it all-wheel drive? Does it have a sunroof? Is it a family car? Is it a, a sports car? What year is, is it? it? Yeah, I mean, there's there's yeah. so many different variables that you have to answer. Does but, it have a spoiler? But yeah. Things like that. <laughs> a chrome grill. Um, <laughs> but for for you, Mr. Car Dealer, um, I'm going to continue with this analogy and go further than I normally do in this question. I love analogies. Um, for me to answer that question, I would need to know um, if you sell online, because a lot of people sell their cars online now. Um, do you deliver? Because a lot of places are now delivering cars when people buy it. Um, where are you located? Your metro is going to determine, have a, a, a large factor in how your website should be built. How often do you change your inventory? Is this something that's going to be have to be updated all the time? Or is, you know, how often is your, your car inventory gonna be changed? Do you sell used and new cars? I mean, that's obviously gonna be a factor too, right? What is your relationship with the manufacturer? Is the manufacturer sending you um, these corporately produced videos and, and pictures and so forth for you to use on your website? What types of cars are they, right? <laughs> um, Any
0: more questions, How Jeffrey? are
2: those cars <laughs> being positioned in the marketplace already? Right, because uh, you know a Porsche has its own positioning in the marketplace, which is much different than the Honda Accord. So, how are the cars that you're selling? How are they being positioned before they ever get to you? Right. The next is, who is your typical customer? Right, and then once you know who they are, why are they buying from you? Are they, you know, kids that are going off to college for the first time and need a reliable car, or maybe it's a, a professional that is rewarding himself for getting that uh, that job promotion, or or maybe it's the the family that's all of a sudden they're pregnant and they need a family car, so now they need a minivan. All of that, all of those variables man must be answered in order to make the smartest, best, and most efficient website for your business. When you think that you know the answers to all of those questions, we'll talk about it and I'll be able to to give you a, a, a quote for specifically how much it costs. But other than that, there is nothing in this business of marketing that is blanket cut and dry. If there is, you're not talking to an agency, you're talking to a vendor. Vendor, which is which I'm sure we'll get into later. Yeah, We've there, there are questions about, about it before, that here. But we have, uh, if you're wanting to buy something off the shelf that's not custom and then fit yourself into it, that's not what agencies do. Um, agencies fit whatever it is that, that you need around who you are and who your customer is. So there's a kind of a, a big difference in, in that. So let your agency know who you are who your customer is. They'll have a whole list of questions and then let them know how much you can spend because that really should be first, right? Because mm-hmm. if you tell Which me... Which you you've already a,
0: identified right. in your marketing budget. <clears throat> if you
2: tell me that you want a car, well, I can buy you a car that's a $500 beater or I can you know, go out and start showing you Lamborghinis. But I don't want to show you a Lamborghini if you can only afford a Mercedes. You see what I'm saying? So in the essence of... of Of really being smart about the time that's being spent know what your budget is before you go to the car lot now if I find that's interesting because you are a car lot in this situation but you have to know what it is that you want to spend first feed that to your agency and then they'll be able to tell you okay based on that amount of money this is what we can build you this is what I recommend
0: Um, and we have a question here that kind of parlays into parlays poor parlay that's not the right word but anyway, that kind of trickles into the neck. Trickles is my word of the day. That's twice. <laughs> if I say it three times, it's my word. This trickles into the next question where uh, we got on social media here. Why should I buy from an agency when I can buy direct from vendors myself?
2: Um, I'm not saying that you should. Well, then. I don't, I don't, I don't know your business. I don't. Did they say who they were?
0: Um, no.
2: Okay. Wait. No. Um, Wait, no. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that you should. Some people can buy from a vendor, and, uh, and you know, and that's fine. But before you can make a decision between agency and vendor, um, you have to understand what you're getting and that it has value so uh, if you don't understand why you should be with an agency you're only going to be disappointed that you went with an agency versus a vendor yeah, really understand you have the difference to understand the two. why you went with a vendor or else you're going to be disappointed that you went with- so you really need to understand um the difference between those those two uh and we have a podcast episode that we did on this a while back Um, It's the one that I believe I used the UPS commercial. Yeah, it's agency versus vendor. you're welcome to to roll back and see what that is. But basically the difference between uh, a vendor and an agency. A vendor takes orders and delivers a service, whereas an agency partners with companies to figure out what they need, provide them direction, make recommendations, and then deliver those recommendations so it's a it's it's a a nuanced difference between the two but it's going to make a a big difference in that decision of which one that you should go with now uh, with an agency you have to understand that you're investing so that you can utilize their experience and their expertise so you don't have to take the time to learn how to do everything on your own Uh, you're also getting skills that take years and years to hone. Not everybody's that, a
0: graphic designer. That you don't
2: necessarily <laughs> have on, on your own, no matter what people tell you. Now, there's lots of, of commercials and stuff out there that'll tell you, you could do this on your own. And the answer is, a lot of people, you can't. So Or you don't have the time. They're, they're lying to you. Again, a flashback to that, that podcast where I rave about people taking advantage of, of business owners in that one. But um, the other thing is that with some agencies... Uh, They're a one-stop shop for everything. So what you're getting there is less stress, less complication, less confusion, because you have one person to go to that's going to, to handle all of that for you. Now, if those elements are not important to you, then maybe it is a vendor that you want to go to. Um, because a vendor is going to go in there and and say, you say, I want this. They'll say, yes, sir. You'll give them the information. They'll do what you said, and that is it. There is no input. There is no recommendation. They will do what you say. Uh, And you have to understand that to have an amicable relationship On either end, if you go up to an to a vendor and you want them to act like an agency, you're going to make them frustrated. If you go to an agency and you try to treat them like a (laughs) vendor, you're going to make them frustrated, and you're going to be frustrated as well. So you have to really educate yourself and kind Mm -hmm. of understand the difference between the two, so that you know where you need to go.
0: Right. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, um, listening here, uh, in your business, do you have an accountant? Or do you just go to, like, Liberty Tax at the end of the year? Now, the, that's the difference. That's the difference. Between having an agency, which is an accountant, or um, a vendor, which would be Liberty Tax. I'm not picking on H&R Block or Liberty no, Tax. No, no, that's a good they analogy. provide a service. That's a good analogy. Basically, you go in there and you say, hey, do my taxes. They say, okay, it's going to be $212 mm-hmm. or <laughs> way more than that. And then they do your taxes, and then that's it. You, you kiss them goodbye, and you don't get to see them until next year, maybe. An accountant bookkeeper, CPA. tax CPA, they stay with you on the journey and they give you advice along the way. Throughout the they year. help you make decisions right. that benefit your company in the best interest of your company. That's a little bit like what an agency does. Um, an agency is somebody that's gonna stay with you. They are your marketing, uh, an extension of your marketing department. They help you make decisions along the way of what's gonna be best for your company. Whereas um, a vendor might just say, here's your website. Bye-bye, right. bye, or here's your business cards, Vistaprint, what? You know, and then that's it. You don't see them mm-hmm. again until you want to order brochures. And, and then don't get me started on the expertise and stuff. But yep. that that's the question that you should ask yourself as a business owner. What do I currently use for uh, my taxes? Because that's, that's a good analogy. I mean, if you're one of those people that's like, you know what? My business is small enough or manageable enough that I can do it on my own at Liberty Tax once a year. Or is it uh, exceeding your comfort level and time level time requirement level you're just going to have to outsource it to somebody that can help make help make decisions with you that's the difference Um, um and some people think that they can just do it themselves i have a question here can't i just do it myself all the marketing for my business
2: um you can yes the end no. Okay, thank um, you for coming. <laughs> if you have the know-how and the skill and the experience and the time, you can definitely do it yourself. Like I said, that's the stuff that you're paying for. So, um, if you have those elements and you want to do it yourself, you absolutely can do it yourself. But even if you have the know-how and the skill, you're going to lose time, and that time is something that you could be investing in whatever your core business is. For example, if you're a lawyer right your time should be spent defending clients doing research figuring out this uh, you know this person versus this person and what that case means case study you know stuff like that Uh, that's how your time should be spent because that's your core business most of the time it's not efficient use of your own time as a business person to spend it learning you know how to make websites and how to do email blasts entirely different
0: trade and how
2: do you do yeah um you know, what's the science behind social media and, and building a studio so that you can do a podcast. You know, those those sorts of things don't fall in line with your core business. So it's really about efficient use of your time. It's basically just like asking the question before about why do I need an, an agency, right? Why do I need agency versus a, a vendor? The reasons are still the same. So if you have the time to devote to those things, Absolutely. You can do that. Maybe, you know, graphic design is a hobby for you. Is it possible? Yes. Is it the smartest thing? Most of the time? No. Um, But yes. Yes. You can do it yourself if you have all of those things.
0: Now, what about using a vendor?
2: Um, Well, uh, again, this is the same as the, the previous question of why should it be an agency and not a vendor? You have to understand the difference between the two in order to make the call. So what a vendor does, very basically, what a vendor does is they take your order and they deliver the service however you ordered it. What an agency does is an agency partners with companies to figure out what they need, provide them direction, make recommendations, and then deliver on those recommendations. So. One is like, um, you know, pulling up to the counter at a restaurant where the other one is where, you know, there's some thinking and some back and forth and, and you're really wanting the expertise of the, the other party. So even if it seems like they do the same thing, the way that they go about it is, is vastly different. So um, if you're going to go with the vendor, you need to already know all of the things that your agency would have told you. So you have to make those decisions on your own, which means you have to know what's going to work in the marketplace, what your messaging should be, you need to already have- What your logo is. Yeah, you need to already have whatever your graphic pieces are gonna be, that sort of thing, already done. Because the vendor is gonna take those, plug them in, that's it.
0: You go to a vendor and ask for a website. They're going to say, "Great, no problem. Give me all the assets for it." And you're like, "Gonna stand there." If
2: you go, there they are there are website vendors. What they do is they say, "You want a website? Great. We have these four templates. Which one would you like?" And what you or, get?
0: No, actually, you know what they do? You a lot get made of time,
2: just like all the other they ones. They say,
0: "What business do you have?" And you're like, "Well, I own a restaurant." okay here you go this is the restaurant template oh the restaurant and then, template. Yeah. you know yeah okay are you like a cantina or are you a fine dining because those can be completely different look and feels and so yeah uh and then you they'll ask you for all the images and all the copy mm-hmm. and all that stuff so you better have your uh your assets sewn together right, before right. you do something and, like and
2: that. again if you have all of that. And you want to do it, then, you know, by all means, do what, do whatever is best for you. And, whatever floats your boat. And, yeah. Your yeah. business boat. That's right.
0: Okay, I have another question here. And this one actually makes me giggle a little bit.
2: Oh, a giggly question. Well, oh, I it like makes giggly me giggle questions. because
0: it's actually from an agency, another agency. Okay. all right. And I'm not going to mention the name of the agency, just, you know, out of respect. but. The thing that made me giggle is not that it's from an agency, but what they actually asked made me giggle. Okay. The question is, why do you give away your secrets? Uh,
2: (laughs) Well, I'm glad it helps you, Mr. Glommingon. No, I'm just kidding. Mr. Um, (laughs) Glommingon. Stalker. I, I put out content for business owners, entrepreneurs, C level executives, managers, et cetera. And yes, I know that some agencies and those that would be considered competition to our business, watch the show. But, you know, seriously, there is enough business to go around. Mm-hmm. You know, I I never seek out to uh, break up existing relationships with businesses that I meet for the exact same reason. And I really look at it that way. I offer to to help businesses in any way that I can. And that's really the best way to to look at it. You know, I, I am here to help you if you want my help if if the business wants my help i am here to help um and and in whatever capacity that i can not to take business from somewhere uh, else so i'm really not worried about that aspect of it and the other thing is they aren't secrets you know the the advice there's no razzle dazzle here the uh the advice and the insight that i provide comes from you know my experiences in marketing other businesses and my ability to to see things big picture and I know that's where not everybody can can do that I have the ability to look at the big picture okay, of okay, I'm a detailed
0: person we, we kind of and, match uh, each other and kind
2: of map way. out strategies for a company that are are in their best interest um, but it all comes again from uh, experience and uh, and knowing what to, to do and the ability to, to see that that big picture and figure out how to interpret that in a in a way that's going to be creative and effective for the businesses. So that's a that's a skill and that's life experience. It's really not it's there's no secrets. There's no magic formula that I can Yeah, <laughs> can secrets do. make it
0: sound like it's something nefarious.
2: Well it makes it sound like I have a rabbit in me poke it and I don't
0: Not that we haven't actually produced some magic yes, in the past. We have pulled magic. rabbits out of weird places, figuratively speaking before,
2: And I have to say that, you know, one of the, the other ways to, to look at this, and, and advice that I would give anybody from any industry, whether you're a marketing agency like we are or not, is um, you have to put out content that is valuable to other people. Um, now, I'm glad that you think this the content that we're putting out is valuable. That's why we do it. Um, but you, you can't be scared to, to do that. You have to put out content that's valuable to, uh, to others that will help other people. And, you know, the rewards will, will come. It's, it's not, um, you can't be scared to, to put yourself out there. This is, you know, if people align themselves with the, the way that I think and, and, and the experiences that I've had, and they trust in me to, mm-hmm. uh, to to bring them through this journey that I'm describing, that I'm honored that they would uh, that they would do that. Um,
0: I have another question here from the uh, messages, uh, private message. Okay. It says uh, this uh this they're identifying themselves as a new business. Okay. They said, where should I start? Facebook?
2: Huh. Well, um, i I'll... as a new business, where should you start? parentheses Facebook question mark is how I'm going to read that and I'm not going to answer <laughs> somebody's it. a visual person I'm not going to answer it the way that you expect um where you should start as a new business is building your brand so yeah, slow your roll. <laughs> you have to you have to figure out who you are and what your personality is going to be as a company first before you say a word. Yeah,
0: what are you gonna say? Who are you gonna you say it to? You have to figure
2: out who you are and then you have to know your potential audience. That's number two. Then you have to do a business plan that includes the communication tactics that you were probably asking about. Now, after you do that, then you can worry about how to reach that audience with whatever investment you've allotted in your plan. Um, Again, there are no tricks. you have to put in the work and do those three steps first. Uh, a lot of people don't make a business plan when they launch their business. Um, and I, I believe we, we talked amazing. about this a little while a uh, little bit earlier. But you have to put in the, the, the thought into who you are, the understanding of your clients or who your potential clients if you're brand new. Um, And then build a communication strategy within your business plan that encompasses all of that before you do anything like Facebook or Comcast or Google or anything else. Um, Now that being said, practically speaking, um, you have to, after you know those elements, the first thing you're going to have to do is build what we call a brand foundation. There are some very basic things that you're going to need, Uh, your website presence on um, social media. There's lots of elements, depending on what your business is, mm-hmm. uh, but the majority need to have those foundational element things. You need to have a logo, business card, you need to um, to have a website, and you need to have um, a presence on social media at the minimum. Other than that, all those tactics depend on who you are well, and,
0: yeah, line of and what
2: your business is. Yeah, if, for example, if you're a gas station, Facebook is not gonna be your go-to. No. So, Um, Facebook is not the place to go. But if your target, right, when you study your target, if you find out that 90% of them are on Facebook 18 hours a day, yes, you need to be on Facebook.
0: So what happens if you're like an established business?
2: If you're an established business versus the new business that we just yeah, talked about? Yeah,
0: like not, you're not just starting out. You, you've had a business for a while. Um,
2: if you are an established business, then you likely have a lot of those elements already done. So you, you already have a developed brand. You already have a consistent look and feel for um, what your brand is. You already have a, a targeted consumer profile. And you probably already have a strategic marketing plan. Um, so at that point, after you have all of that as an established business, you should have all of that. Then, the answer is to go where people's attention is. Go where people's attention is with a message that is going to resonate with them. That's going to speak to them uh, in a way that is going to make you preferred in the marketplace. It's really that simple. Hmm. I mean, that's that's the the difficult part is how do you do that, yeah. right? How do you know what what it what it is that you should do how do you know what it is that you should say how do you know the best way to present yourself in a way that is going to resonate with that audience um how can you ensure that what you say is going to help you be remembered and preferred in the marketplace so there's the 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 how-to is the hardest part more than what to Mm -hmm. Um, so you know practically speaking um i said go where people's attention is people's attention right now are on this device.
0: He's holding up a cell
2: phone. DCs, for those of you that are not on the the visual, these are, um, this is a smartphone. And everybody's attention is on this device because... um, We have no brain? Well, it's it's replaced our brain. You go, you look in an elevator, you look right before meeting, you look at the dinner table, you look at a meeting, right? You can go to a theater and people are still looking on their phone. It's where everybody's attention is here. It used to be uh, television during um, um, you had commercial breaks and you had trapped people's attention because they were waiting to see when their show continued. Well, now television doesn't even work as well because the second the commercials come on, what do they do? They pick up their phone and yep. they start seeing Bury what's going on with their right the phone. This is where people's attention is. So practically speaking, for most businesses, that's going to be something you should invest in, the six to nine platforms that are on this device.
0: Yes. Okay, well, I think that is, uh, I think we're about at time now to end the show. Um, We had a lot of really great questions. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a lot of great participation on the Facebooks and on the Instagrams, and I appreciate you guys spending your day with us, Um, just a little fraction of your business day, and I know that it's not easy for some of you, so I really do appreciate you taking the time out to spend with us. I hope you learned something. I hope we were able to answer your questions. Um, if you still have more questions please feel free to send them our way you can uh, email us at info at net, or you can direct message us through Facebook or Instagram um, call us on the phone if you and don't know the number Google it
2: and if if you know if this episode has you know served you well if you um, got you know the answers to some of your questions let us know if you want us to do this again please mm-hmm. um, we can do Q&A you know, more often um, you know, as, you, as, you, as you like. This is the first time that, that we've done it. We did it on Facebook and Instagram both.
0: All right, guys. We're out of your hair. Thank you so much. And uh, keep an eye out onto your favorite listening app for our Straight Shot podcast on the questions and answers. And uh, we're going to keep making them as long as you keep asking questions. And, and if you have any show ideas or you want to be a guest, reach out to us. And other than that, we'll see you on the flip side.
2: Bye.
1: Thanks. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net to your friends, colleagues, and business associates, and please leave us a positive review on iTunes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straight If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086 extension 300 or you can email us at info at straightshot.net be sure to download the straight shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows you can also find us on spotify itunes or directly at straightshot.net this has been straight shot